0: AgBioScience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance.
1: This is AgBioScience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovus Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things AgBioScience, people and products, innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. AgBioScience is at Rally, the cross-sector innovation conference here in Indianapolis, welcoming more than 3,000 attendees from around the globe. One of those is Rachel Klein, co-founder and CEO of Revival Foods. Rachel, welcome back to AgBioScience.
2: Woohoo! I'm so happy to be here.
1: Oh, I'm so excited to dig into your story, your work, to bring nut butter to market. And I am holding it here in my hand incredibly exciting you're a finalist in the ag and food category but before we get into your company story we have to get into your story iu grad massage therapist turned into almond butter extraordinaire share more about the journey (laughs) that has taken you to here
2: Yeah, it's been an interesting path for sure. I never thought that I would be like the almond butter lady (laughs) as my life career. I was actually a dance major at IU. Oh wow, So another unlikely path, and graduated with the idea that I still always loved health And so I'm like, all right, I'll do massage therapy. I actually was certified in aerial yoga. Okay. I was going to open up an aerial yoga studio.
1: I don't even know what aerial yoga is. You hang
2: from the ceiling in basically a silk. It's like like an aerial silk. It's definitely... It was a little, a little off the path, okay? So I realized pretty soon, maybe that's not the best career choice. <laughs> um, and it's brick and mortar, which I also wasn't super interested in doing. So I loved grocery shopping, always. And so okay. I would just grocery shop and like loved packaging and just seeing what was new. And anytime I saw something new, I always picked it up and bought it. So I was living with my parents at the time after graduating from college, they ate a ton of peanut butter. My dad's a triathlete. And I was like, all right guys, we need to change our habits. (laughs) Peanut butter is actually not that good for you. You know, it's full of saturated fats, oftentimes has a ton of sugar and highly processed and additives and oils. And so I went to go find almond butter or any alternative nut butter. And there really was awful options. It either tasted like cardboard because it was so natural and didn't have anything interesting happening in it, or it tasted good and it was full of some sort of sweetener. It could be maple syrup or honey. It's still sweetener. So I started making my own at home and I had this flavor that actually is still our vanilla sea salt today is essentially the exact same flavor. And I just made it in my food processor with no added sugars, no weird additives, nothing just Simple dry roasted almonds, vanilla, uh, vanilla bean powder, pink Himalayan sea salt, and coconut oil. So now the world knows my recipe, but it's on the it's on the jar, it's fine. But yeah, basically it started there and I had it as wedding favors at my wedding. So this was the true impetus to like the business becoming a thing. That I just thought wedding favors were lame and I'm gonna put them in little jars and give them to my friends and family. And everybody after the wedding was like, that almond butter was so good, you should sell it. To which I said, absolutely not, I'm probably not going to sell almond butter, but thank you, that's very nice. But I tried it anyways, we moved to Indianapolis and I was like, all right, I'll just go do the farmer's market thing. And it took off in a way that surprised me that other consumers were curious and interested and loved that we had these interesting flavors without the added sugar. And it just kept growing from there. So Rachel, that is amazing. Yeah, yeah.
1: So you, okay, so we we found this technology, mm-hmm. i.e. a blender, right? Yep. You, you see, <laughs> so So you say, okay, I'm gonna make nut butter. Mm-hmm. And now, fast forward eight years from when the company is founded, give us a sense for size and scale of the company today. And this, what I'm holding, the cinnamon chai spice, mm-hmm. one of
2: five yep. flavors? Yep, that's actually our most popular flavor is the cinnamon chai spice. So in the last eight years, so I have three kids at home, I've done the kind of staying at home, working during nap times and bedtimes. I did that for about five years. Incredible. Yeah, thank you. It was absolutely exhausting, but I also don't know motherhood without revival because they happened at the same time. So it's been a special part of my motherhood journey too. So back in 2019 though, I was pregnant with my third and I'm like, all right, something's gotta change, it either needs to scale way up or go way down to just D to C. And that's something that isn't often talked about, you know, when you're trying to scale yes. this local to regional, that in between time is grueling because there's really just not enough resources, you need a team, you can't afford the team, mm-hmm. you need to scale up, but nobody wants to give you money to scale up, especially if you're a woman. And it's just a whole, it's a really challenging place to be. So. I went to a huge trade show, put myself out there at this one of the second largest natural food trade shows in the US and you know bought a booth all with Ikea furniture so I could return it afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was there that I actually connected with the Walmart buyer. So the wow. buyer for All Nut Butters and Spreads happened to be at my booth, loved the products. Long story short, brought it into a thousand stores nationwide and we launched in June of 2020. So that was my scale-up moment. That was the moment where everything started to change for me. I had to move all of our production out to California. So we went into a co-manufacturer at that point. I had to figure out single-handedly how to scale up. What does that even mean? Right. I navigated everything with onboarding with Walmart. I mean, things I wish I didn't know, I know now. And it's, it's also incredible. I mean, I did that all with a newborn baby and two kids at home during COVID. And figured it out. I mean,
1: that is incredible. Yeah. I, I have to imagine. <laughs> so you're at this trade show yeah. and the Walmart buyer says, Hey, Rachel, I love this. Mm. Uh, we'd love to bring you into a thousand stores. And every like red light has to be flashing in your mind. Like, how are we ever going oh, to do yeah. this? You're like, Oh yeah, sure. We can totally do that. Yeah, but and that's can-
2: exactly what I said. I'm like, you know what? I think that this would be a great fit for Walmart actually. And I was like, maybe we just start with 300 stores, yeah. keep it easy. Yeah, we'll just roll into And it. inside I'm like, Holy moly, what am I doing? But I also know that this is how anything great happens in my life or anyone's life is saying yes, even before you're ready. And I just knew deep down, I'm like, I will still figure it out. Whatever it is, I'm going to figure it out because I'm not going to say no to this opportunity. So that, that happened, Walmart, we've been in Walmart now for three years, going on four, we'll, we'll be there next year too. Every year you never know what's gonna happen with any major retailer. Sure. So it says a lot about our brand that we're sticking in for another year about our traction. And then we just launched into Sprouts um, and Fresh Thyme as well. So really now this year we're moving into the natural growth. So stepping into more of the natural retailers where really our product lives and belongs and that's where a consumer is shopping. So i'm super excited to see what happens with this movement into natural stores we're also in the midst of raising first round of funding so really excited about that yes. up to this point it's been fully funded by me
1: amazing <laughs> it's, been a,
2: it's been a grind you know a small small but mighty company grind, grind. Yep, Well, well grind.
1: done. <laughs> we're going to learn more about the revival food story we'll do it right after this ag bioscience is supported by indiana farmers insurance
0: Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years, and together with your local independent insurance agent, today we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents, and like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of ag bioscience, and we're here to help you protect what matters most.
1: Welcome back to ag bioscience. We're talking with Rachel Klein, the CEO and founder of Revival Foods, an incredible nut butter company headquartered here in Indiana. So we just talked through your story, Rachel. How it came to be, how revival foods came to be, three little kiddos at home, this ultimate PO from <laughs> from Walmart. For those entrepreneurs who are listening, I know that you know it. It had to be a lonely journey. It had to be a, a really tough time. What got you through? What what took you down this path to say, you know what? A thousand thousand stores. We can totally do that.
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I mean. I truly, I've always been somebody who functions out of this really deep belief in what's possible. And even where I'm at right now, I know is not where, this isn't the ultimate goal either. There's so much bigger happening with the story of revival. So back then, when I started, I just knew that I'm like, this company is going to thrive. I know I created something special that didn't exist before. And I felt like I'm the person to bring this to wherever it needs to go right now, I am the carrier for this idea. And just felt this personal responsibility to bring something beautiful into the marketplace because ultimately my passion is in health and wellness and bringing something better onto the shelves. And that's what really gets me fired up and why I have to exist and why I have to keep innovating with Revival because I get personally so frustrated walking around grocery stores when I see these products that are saying that they're healthy and natural, and they're lying. Most of the time they're lying. They have, you know, a lot of additives, hidden additives and sugars. And, you know, we have enough of that in the world already. So I feel like what I'm doing really matters. And that's what keeps me going.
1: Well, and as a a mom, as someone who cares deeply about health, Yeah. Having a very simple label is Mm -hmm. really, really important. I have to imagine revival means something. You didn't mm-hmm. just come up with this idea. Tell yeah. me, tell me what's the impetus behind the brand
2: revival? Yeah. yeah. So, revival really stemmed out of this idea of creating a, revi- a revival in grocery stores. Oh,
0: wow. So, it's
2: we're here to create a revival right now in the nut butter category because it needs it. You know, like I said, it's it needs a revival. It needs to be flipped on its head. It's 85% of the market share in nut butters is peanut butters. Mm, And peanuts are the number one food allergy in America. And, you know, Mm. you you think about it. I mean, peanut butter, the top three brands we know, it's Jif, you know, Snippy, Snippy, what's it called? Skippy, Skippy, Skippy. there you go. Right. (laughs) And Peter Pan. And they are full of junk. And this is what America is eating. But now consumers are getting smarter. A majority of consumers don't trust where their food comes from and how it's being made so they're paying attention to labels now like they've never had before and that's where we come in and we're saying you're ready for a revival and we're ready to bring you a revival with starting here in this category but the the idea is that we start to do that across categories at some point here soon too to show you know it's completely changed in the name of the game when it comes to grocery
1: let's talk about that what does the next chapter look like you've you've clearly crush this,
2: uh, what's
1: <laughs> What's next?
2: Yeah, so I see us first owning more of the alternative nut butter category and starting to explore sunflower seed butter, cashew oh, butter, you know, the alternatives that people are looking to go to outside of peanut butter because that, that category is growing huge right now with all the allergies that we see. So we're going to own that 20% white mm-hmm. space of the alternative nut butter category and truly become the leader there. Build brand loyalty enough that once consumers see us, they trust us, they know that we're always going to hit on our core values with no sugar and additives and fun flavors too. And then start to move across categories, you know, probably starting close to where we're at right now. We would probably go over to breads, jams, crackers okay. and like more of the pantry staples. Because okay. that's where, again, most Americans' food source comes from the center of the grocery store. We, I wish it was more on the outsides, but that's not true for most of America. So how do we create a revival on that inner grocery store experience? And so that's kind of how we're going to start moving.
1: So own own the butter, nut butter category and yep. then just adjacency, 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 adjacency. Exactly. Yeah, yep. it makes a ton of sense. Okay, yep. time for two more questions. Yes. We are at Rally, the Cross Sector Innovation Conference. You are a finalist. We'll see. We may have to update this podcast, depending <laughs> on what happens Thursday when, when we find out who won the yes. $1 million in food and ag. Give us a sense for how you think about innovation, inspiring mm-hmm. innovation. We've talked about product innovation, but here, you know, I, I look at a space company. We, there's a giant John Deere tractor over there. There's all kinds of innovation where do you find inspiration for innovation?
2: Yeah. I think what's interesting is in the in the food industry, innovation had started to look like, you know, creating plant meat and mm. you know, these really alternative, you know, mostly plant-based alternatives, but very innovative, but also full of things that maybe we don't want to be eating or shouldn't be eating too much of or we just don't know enough about yet. And so when I look at innovation for what I'm doing and what inspires me, it's actually this going back to the basics that becomes innovative in its own way where we're pushing the boundaries in food because we're actually going back to simple things. And sometimes that is innovative in a lot of ways where you kind of go back to how how is food supposed to be made? Right. How are we supposed to be sourcing food? And that's true for a lot of technology, too. And, you know, you think about all these different sectors that we're seeing. Sometimes it doesn't have to be as complicated as we're making it to be. And that way overly innovative product or idea just gets lost on consumers and may not actually thrive in the marketplace. But for me, I look at this as what happens when we go a little bit backwards in time to how things were were being done originally before we started bringing so much science and innovation into the category that you lost the you lost the core of it
1: yeah rachel last last question Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm looking at this jar I, i wish we had video here because you could see a beautiful packaging folks who are hearing this story for the first time one explain what almond butter tastes like? Mm. I've I've never had it before. I think of peanut butter. So give us an idea of that. And then where can folks find you? How can they get a hold of Revival Foods? In this case, cinnamon chai spice. Yeah.
2: So you're going to eat almond butter very similar to peanut butter, but ours is special because it has this creamy, spreadable crunch texture. So it really, you've got almond pieces in it that still feel like It's not like a crunchy peanut butter though. It's this, the pieces of almonds are really interspersed throughout the entire experience Mm -hmm. on the spoon, um, which is something I personally just liked. Again, most of what I've created is because I liked it. (laughs) <laughs> but then I guess other consumers love it now too. Sure. Um, so, and the way that most people use our almond butters and enjoy our almond butters is eating it on the spoon, number one way I mean, that just we hear- straight out of the jar. Yes, yeah, straight out of the jar, because it does have so much flavor. We have a vanilla sea salt, cinnamon chai spice, hemp super seed, raw cacao, coconut, and rosemary maca are all of our flavors. So we've got some really interesting flavors. So it becomes just a treat and an an indulgence in itself. That's this guilt-free indulgence moment. You just eat it by the spoon, but otherwise, you know, you've got crackers, your AB and J you've got your, you know, I love the rosemary with, um, cheese and crackers is really good, Okay. but so many fun things. I love seeing what what people do with it on Instagram and social media. We see so many interesting things. Um, and we've recently, so obviously we're in Walmart. We right. talked about that. We're also in Sprouts. We just launched into Sprouts nationwide um, this month, as well as Fresh Time, all in Indiana. We sell through our website, which is always a good place to find us.
1: And that is Revival Food?
2: RevivalFoodCo.com. Okay,
1: perfect. Yep.
2: In our Instagram, you can always find us on Instagram, revivalfoodco. It's pretty simple. You can follow along on the crazy entrepreneurial journey.
1: (laughs) I love it. Rachel Klein, CEO, founder of Revival Foods. It has just been such a delight to spend time with you. And thanks for being
2: here at Rally with us. Yeah, it's a blast. I love it.
1: And thank you for tuning into Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. You can always learn more online at agronovisindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovis team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon.
0: This podcast is a product of Agronovis Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovisindiana.com.